Welcome to the Schwab Market Update podcast, where each trading day we recap key market results and statistics. I'm Keith Lansford, and here's a summary of what happened today, Friday, November 17th. The S&P 500 Index and NASDAQ Composite closed out their third straight week of gains after rising to three-and-a-half-month highs Friday, thanks to investor confidence that a recent run of favorable economic data could have spelled the end of the Federal Reserve's rate-hiking campaign. Even small caps, which have generally lagged this year because of concerns that the risks of a slowing economy would fall more heavily on smaller businesses, got into the act. The Russell 2000 index actually outpaced its large-cap peers with a 5.4% gain for the week. A weeks-long slide in Treasury yields also helped, with a 10-year Treasury note falling to a two-month low just above 4.40%. Nathan Peterson, Director of Derivatives Analysis at the Schwab Center for Financial Research, says this week's gains have a lot to do with the surprising slowdown in inflation reflected by the Consumer Price Index and Producer Price Index reports released earlier this week. He adds that bond yields will likely get a lot of attention during the holiday-shortened week ahead and beyond as investors try to gauge the path of Fed policy and the economy into 2024. Inflation data was the primary driver for stocks this week, Nathan says. Nearly every CPI and PPI metric came out below estimates, and the market's bullish response is a reminder that the major drivers for stocks remain bond yields, the trajectory of inflation, and the Fed's positioning within its tightening cycle. Other developments this week, cautious commentary from large-cap companies including Cisco Systems and Walmart, and a larger-than-expected increase in weekly jobless claims suggest some slowing in the economy, Nathan adds, and bullish investors are interpreting that as further evidence that the Fed could achieve a soft landing. Here is where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index was up 5.78 points, or 0.1%, at 4,514.02, up 2.2% for the week. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 1.81 points at 34,947.28, up 1.9% for the week. And the NASDAQ Composite was up 11.81 points, or 0.1%, at 14,125.48, up 2.4% for the week. The 10-year Treasury note yield was down about a basis point at 4.439%, and SIBO's Volatility Index, or the VIX, was down 0.54 of a point at 13.78%. Retail shares were among Friday's strongest sectors, helped by a nearly 30% surge by Gap after the apparel company's stronger-than-expected quarterly results. Energy companies were also higher, thanks to a nearly 4% rise in WTI crude oil futures. Prices are still down 20% from a 2023 peak of more than $95 posted in late September. In other markets, the U.S. dollar index dropped 1.8% for the week to touch its weakest level since September 1st, reflecting stepped-up expectations that interest rates have peaked. As far as stocks on the move, applied materials fell 3.9% after Reuters reported that the Justice Department was investigating the semiconductor company for potentially ignoring export restrictions on a Chinese chip company. BJ's Wholesale Club fell 4.5% after delivering a disappointing same-store sales forecast for the fourth quarter. 
Expedia Group rose 5.2% after an Evercore ISI analyst upgraded the online travel site to outperform from inline, citing expectations for accelerating revenue growth. Marriott Vacations Worldwide fell 1.2% after Bank of America downgraded the stock to underperform from neutral, citing skepticism over the company's outlook. Pacific Biosciences of California rose 11.2% after UBS upgraded the stock to buy from neutral, citing strong revenue growth in 2024. Ross Stores rose 7.2% after the retailer reported stronger-than-expected quarterly results. And Tenet Healthcare rose 9.6% after the company said it would sell three South Carolina hospitals to Novant Health in a deal valued at about $2.4 billion. Trading activity will likely taper off next week as U.S. markets are closed Thursday for Thanksgiving, but a handful of major companies are expected to report quarterly results. Highlighting the list is artificial intelligence darling NVIDIA, which is scheduled to report Tuesday after the market close. Shares of the chip designer more than tripled so far this year and are trading near a record high thanks to enthusiasm over AI. Zoom Video Communications is expected to report results Monday. Tuesday includes a final burst of retailer earnings, including Best Buy, Dick's Sporting Goods, Kohl's, Lowe's, and Nordstrom. Medical device maker Medtronic also reports Tuesday. And Wednesday brings farm equipment manufacturer Deere & Company. This week appeared to be an inflection point as investors stopped wondering about the risk of more rate hikes and started thinking instead about when the first rate cut might arrive. The Fed raised its benchmark lending rate 11 times between March of 2022 and July of 2023, taking interest rates to a 22-year high as it attempted to beat back a historic surge in inflation that topped out at 9% last summer. Those efforts appear to have been effective, Earlier this week, the Labor Department said overall CPI rose 3.2% in October from a year earlier, while the core rate, which excludes food and energy prices, was up 4%, the smallest annual increase in about two years. Inflation still remains above the Fed's 2% long-term target. The Fed is in pause mode, says Cooper Howard, a fixed-income strategist at the Schwab Center for Financial Research. This week's CPI and PPI reports showed signs that inflation is cooling more than expected, even though it's still elevated. The jobs market is also showing signs that it's loosening, which likely confirms that the Fed doesn't need to hike rates again in this cycle. Late Friday, futures traders pegged nearly 100% odds the central bank will leave rates unchanged following its December 12th and 13th meeting, according to the CME FedWatch tool. The market also sees a 61% chance the Fed could cut rates by a quarter point or more in May, up from 33% a week ago. Data released Friday included the Census Bureau's Housing Starts and Building Permits report for October, which were both slightly stronger than expected, at seasonally adjusted annual rates of 1.372 million and 1.487 million, respectively. Analysts expected around 1.365 million starts and 1.445 million permits, according to Briefing.com. While the headline numbers appeared strong, the government downwardly revised September's starts total. Next week brings the Conference Board's Leading Economic Index, or LEI, report for October on Monday, which could offer advance indications of how growth may be slowing. 
Analysts expect a 0.7% monthly drop in the headline figure, the same as in September, according to Trading Economics. The LEI has fallen 18 consecutive months beginning in April of 2022, and historically, it's unusual to see that kind of stretch without a recession. This has been the Schwab Market Update Podcast. To stay informed, visit schwab.com slash market update or follow the show for free in your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a reading or a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. Join us for another update Monday. For important disclosures, see the show notes and schwab.com slash market update podcast.